So welcome to the Expert Edge podcast. Today is all about getting you paid, baby. How do you get paid as a speaker? Maybe you've been wondering, how on earth do I get paid to just stand there and talk? It's so funny. I have this conversation with my son quite often about what I do. And if you've ever explained what you do to a six or a seven-year-old, that is, that's the challenge. Like that's the benchmark. He's like, dad, he's like, what do you do? And I say, well, I kind of just, I just like talk and I say words and then people give me money. (laughs) And he's looking at me. He's like, he's like, that's cool. And it's so cute. We've got this house. We've got this second story where the office sits on and he sits at the top of the stairs and he listens to me speak sometimes when I do my presentations and I'll come down and he will literally recite some of my speeches back to me. It is so cute. But it's so odd when you think about it, isn't it? Is that you can get paid serious money. In fact, I'm going to share with you my journey to getting paid $10,000 per speech and what that looked like for me and my journey and how you can do that too. And so today's all about getting you paid as a speaker, whether you want to get paid to keynote big conferences or whether you want to get paid to keynote at, you know, it could be at mastermind groups or whatever it is, but you just getting paid. And so I'm going to share with you a few strategies that have really been helpful for me to grow in my business, to grow in my fee, and to really make a big difference. I trust that this is going to blow your mind, this conversation today. In fact, I could have spoken for a long time on this topic. I've kept it tight, short, so that it's really punchy and helpful. And once again, if you find this helpful, please leave a review. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what's been most helpful and hit the subscribe button before you go. So hey, let's get into it. How to get paid $10,000 as a speaker. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. All right, all right, all right. Let's have a chat about you getting paid as a speaker. One of the big questions that I get from a lot of my students and just a lot of people in the industry is, Colin, how do I get paid as a speaker? How do I get paid? Do I, you know, how do, yeah, (laughs) how do I get paid as a speaker? I get that question quite a lot. Now, I want to share with you my journey today of how I learned to get paid and how I got paid as a speaker. And And I think even today is going to really help you to work out whether that's the direction you want to go. Because I know for me, I climbed that ladder for quite some time, got paid fairly well as a speaker, and then decided to take a slightly different route. And so today, I think will help you to decide what type of direction you want to take, because I think there's benefits and negatives, kind of positives and negatives to both. But I think it's important to know kind of what path you want to take and this will make more sense as we go through but even more than that uh when it comes down to it is is how do you actually get paid as a speaker and and i get the opportunity to consult with you know literally some of the biggest influencers in the world on this topic and i have them you know quite often uh, just 
just like text me out of the blue and say, hey, Colin, I've, I'm speaking at this event. I remember I was chatting with a friend just the other day and you know she's a massive influencer, like hundreds of thousands of followers. And I was texting with her and she was like, hey, Colin, uh, I'm really... Uh, I'm I'm going to speak at this event, and she she mentioned a person who's speaking at the event, and she said, "Oh, how much is that person getting paid?" And now I knew a friend who knew that particular person who was getting who was speaking at the event uh, personally, so I texted him, and he texted back, and and he's and I basically found out they they get paid, you know, around around seventy thousand dollars for a one hour keynote, and now now my friend. Had texted me back. <laughs> She's like, OMG. <laughs> She's like, how on earth? Why on earth did I just pitch for like five grand, I think it was, or something to speak at the event? And so now some of you might say, five grand, like that would be amazing to speak at the event. But but depending on what level you're at, like five grand may be nothing or five grand may be massive. And so I want to share with you some strategies that I've used uh, over the years of getting paid as a speaker because that, that was mainly what I did. It was probably the last, I spent about 10 years in my business, just really a, like a core function of my business was getting paid as a speaker. And it's fantastic. And especially right now during COVID, you know, getting paid as a virtual speaker is a very, very viable option. I've got a friend who recently just moved back to Australia, but he was living in the U.S. and uh, you know he gets paid around twenty-five to twenty-eight thousand dollars for a keynote virtually. So he would speak virtually to a company, get paid about you know twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars for a one-hour presentation, and he wouldn't have to leave his office. And that's pretty cool, hey! Like to be able to get paid that sort of money, and that is it's very possible for you. Like if you understand how to communicate effectively on a stage and you get the right message for the right audience, like there's no reason why you can't get paid five, 10, 15, maybe even 20 or higher thousand dollars for a one hour keynote. And so today's conversation, I want to share with you how you can get paid $10,000 or more as uh, like per speech, right? As a speaker. And I want to talk to you talk to you about why you would do that, why you wouldn't do that, etc. As well, because I've kind of made a few distinctions along my journey in terms of doing that. And so I remember the first, my first presentation that I ever did was a free presentation. I got asked to speak at a alumni group. It was for a university, and I spoke for free. They call it a pro bono presentation. Now, my first recommendation is this, is that you really need to cut your teeth as a pro bono speaker when you first start. When you first start is, you know, speak for free. Uh, I spoke for free for quite some time. And, and you know, first of all, you have to, by the way, you have to declare to the audience, to your market that you are a speaker because no one's going to ask you to speak Usually, unless you say on your website, on your profile, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your LinkedIn, all that sort of stuff that you are speaking, you speak on these topics. So that's a that's a taken for granted that you've declared to the world that you are a speaker and you speak on a certain topic. And so what happened was I got a referral from a friend to speak for free, spoke for free. And then a couple of days later, I ended up getting a, a phone call from a finance director at Hewlett Packard. And they asked me to speak at their global conference, which was coming up in a couple of months. And they wanted me to speak for about, I think it was like three hours. 
Now that's now that's that's a long keynote, a three hour. I mean, in fact, that's a workshop, a three hour workshop. But they kind of said, "Oh, I want you to just." They just said, "Speak for about three hours." It's they're probably going to do. They said, "We'll do about three sessions throughout the day, and we'll have you at the start, in the middle, and then at the end." And I was thinking, sure, like that sounds great. And I'd never ever spoken for a fee before, other than, in fact, actually, as I say that, I do remember I did do one. I did do one paid speech before that, which was for um, flight flight center, which at the time when I was living in Australia was it's you know it's a really big uh, travel agency, right? It's a kind of Australian and Asia Pacific wide travel agency, and I'd spoken for them. I'd done a, a little workshop for about ninety minutes for two hundred and fifty dollars. And, and I was stoked, by the way, like, I was really stoked to do that. And to just the fact that I got paid to speak was just such a blessing. And so I'd done that. And that was like the only kind of paid speaking engagement I got, which came from a referral of a one-on-one coaching client that I had at Flight Center. And so we carry on. And then I'd done this free speaking engagement. And then HP had called because one of the people sitting in the free speaking engagement had heard me speak, liked the way I spoke and my ideas. And they said, can you come and speak at this next event? Now, what happened was they ended up asking me saying, hey, what's your fee? Now, I didn't have a fee, <laughs> right? I had no idea what, you know, how much to charge. I, you know, you can hear I'd never spoken before for like a proper paid fee. I got paid $250, but it was kind of like a little workshop in a, you know, with 10 people there. This was a proper speaking engagement. And and I said to them, I said, oh, oh my gosh, oh, I, I, like I didn't say I don't know, but I was like, oh, okay, my fee. And he said, and he said like, how, like, how much would you be? And I know for me at the time, I was thinking, you know, HP, it's a fairly big company. And, and I just made up a number. I said, $5,000. So literally my first speech that I ever gave, I mean, it was a serious company. So I said, $5,000. Now the guy, his name was Anthony. He didn't blink. Like he literally on the phone, I could hear him. He just went, oh yeah, perfect. That sounds great. $5,000 is great. And so for me, I'm thinking, okay. So obviously that's not, that's not a high fee like for what they're used to. But I was just about to find out why. Uh, I keep speaking with Anthony and I said, Anthony, uh, you know, I forgot to ask how many, how many people will be at the, at the presentation that I'm giving because he told me it was for their finance department. All right. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe a hundred people are saying, and he says, <laughs> and I quote, uh, Colin, there'll probably be about five, five and a half thousand people at the event. <laughs> five and a half thousand people people now at this point i knew why when i said five thousand dollars he wasn't concerned because you know what that's like less than a dollar per person we're talking for for the main keynote speech for every employee right (laughs) so i can see why he didn't balk at it and what i didn't realize was that i was speaking at their head office and then they'll also projecting the presentation into every main office in the freaking world in the world (laughs) they were they were projecting it right they're projecting it to asia they're projecting it to india they're projecting it to to the americas to the europe's (laughs) it was crazy so i had no idea now now if that speech came around again we'll be talking a 15 to twenty thousand dollar easily 
fee for, to do like a three a three hour keynote or something like that, right? But at the time, it was my first speech, and I was really proud of myself that I said five thousand dollars because that was a big number for me. Now, moving on from there, you know, my my keynote fee, depending on the presentation, depending on the context you know, usually sat at the time for those number of years around the five up to about eight, you know, seven to $8,000. And I remember I, I just got to a point where I made a decision. I said, you know what? I'm $10,000. I'm $10,000 to speak. That's what I'm just going to charge. And I remember the first time uh, it was actually the, you know, basically in Australia, there's a, the government or well, the government that does all the tax is called the Australian Taxation Office. It's the same as basically the IRS, but you can actually talk to someone at the ATO. You can call them up and talk to them, <laughs> which is kind of nice. Uh, IRS is just a whole nother beast in itself. Uh, and anyone living in America knows what that's like. And so, right, but it's, it's basically the IRS. And so for me, I've got two things going. I've got, first of all, I'm going to charge them a high amount because I want to get my tax back in a keynote fee. <laughs> Right, that's my first thought, right? And then the second thought is, I'm worth this. I'm going to start asking for a bigger fee. And that was when I decided, I remember the first time I was sitting in an office with some executives of the ATO, it's like the IRS here, and and I said, I'm $10,000. And they said, okay. And and they said, well, we've, we've got two days. Two day, well, you need to do a speech on the first day and speech on the second day. And I said, well, that's... So I just said, well, that's twice. So that's $20,000. And they said, okay, that sounds great. We'll draw up a contract and then we'll go from there. And I remember walking out of that meeting and I was so pumped because first of all, I knew I was going to make $20,000 in two presentations over two days, which was kind of nice, right? And then, but second of all, I was just proud of myself that I embraced that discomfort i embraced that uncomfortable feeling of stretching my comfort zone and asking for something more than what i'd asked for before and so as you go in your speaking career and if you want to be someone who's paid to speak the journey will be uncomfortable it will be uncomfortable but one of the decisions you have to make and this is one of the first points is that you have to decide to, first of all, you need to ask to be paid. Because a lot of the time, people aren't going to ask what your fee is. Now, if you go down the corporate or the private direction in your expert business, what I mean by that is you speak to corporations, you work with larger corporations or even smaller businesses, but like, you know, medium to smaller size, medium, probably medium to larger, it's more size businesses, and you want to get paid to speak, you're going to really, a lot of the time they will ask you what your fee is. But as you, you know, as you're starting out, a lot of the time people may not even ask you what your fee is. And so what, what tends to happen is you have to decide at some point that I am going to ask for a fee to speak. And a lot of the time people who are in the more public audience, so if you're an influencer, if you're coaching individuals, you're running like a social network or something like that, you're serving end consumers, a lot of the time they will have a more difficult 
journey or transition to getting paid to speak because in that industry, if you're in the public industry, usually what tends to happen is you aren't paid to speak, but you're allowed to do like an opt-in or an upsell or maybe even an offer at the back end of it. And so one of the big distinctions that I want, want to make for the first big idea is this, is that you have to ask. At some point, you have to ask to get paid. And if you don't ask to get paid, you actually probably won't ever get paid or it's going to be a lot longer before you get paid. And that can be as simple as you just say to them, yeah, no problems. I can do that. My normal fee is, and then you say the number. Now, typically, I generally, you know, depending on your skill level, you're usually going to start at that two to $5,000 range. That's typically what you're gonna start at. Now, as you get more honed in on your expertise, you start to build more brand reputation. Maybe you speak for some large organizations or you or you get featured uh, in some publicity or some media or in some major publications. Your celebrity-ness, you could call it, your celebrity-ness starts to grow. Now, when your celebrity uh, status starts to grow, then you can start to hike your fee and you can start to go, you know, go up. So I look at someone like a Simon Sinek, who is, you know, probably one of the top keynote speakers in the world right now, made famous through his TED Talk. He's New York Times bestseller. You know, he's prolific in his book writing and his content creation. I know he's just started a podcast, all that sort of stuff. In fact, I want to interview him on the podcast. But you know, like you're you're looking at a serious fee for him, probably well above a hundred thousand dollars for someone like at that caliber level. Now, the reason why I say that is because the level of celebrity that he brings, like he he brings people to an event. Like you book someone like a Simon Sinek, you book someone like a Tim Ferriss, and you say he's speaking at the event, they will sell the event out because his name is on the event. You book someone like a John Maxwell, like the celebrityness that they bring is going to just be huge. So someone like that level, they're usually 50,000, 100,000, some of them are 150,000, some of them are $200,000 or more to actually speak at that level. Now, I don't know the, all their, their exact fees and obviously they'll negotiate it with each time they go in. But what I'm saying is like, they're like, they're heavy hitters. They are celebrities. They are people at the top of their game. So there's a scale that you're going to move up, but there's no reason why, you know, you you can't speak for $10,000, even $20,000 without being a full-on celebrity. I've got a lot of friends in this industry uh, and they will charge between twenty-five dollars to $30,000. Now, a lot of the time in the US, speaking fees are higher than other countries. US is probably the highest pretty much the highest speaking fee in the world. So typically, you know, if I speak in the US, it will usually be around the $15,000 mark to speak in the US. But in terms of like celebrity, and now when I say that, for me, my focus isn't speaking fee anymore. And that's why I'm saying like, for me, I've chosen a different route because I got to the you know, the pretty much the top level in Australia of fee before you become a celebrity. So in Australia, the top level of fee is usually around that 10, like if you're getting consistent $10,000 speaking engagements, that's a fairly top level and unless you're like a celebrity or you're, you know, New York Times bestseller and then you start getting the $20,000 mark. In America, it's around that, it's around that kind of, you know, $15,000 mark up to maybe 20 and then, and then it gets into the 30,000, 40,000 if you've got some celebrity about yourself in terms of like, you know, New York Times bestsellers, like all that sort of stuff, which I'm not yet, but I will be. Mark my words, baby. And so, 
my path of choice has actually been to move towards serving the general public. And it's a different business model when you start to move towards the general public. Now, it's great to be paid to speak, but getting paid for your selling your programs, I find personally more fulfilling and personally more enjoyable. And so I've actually decided to stop heading down the getting paid to speak. Now, it's not that I don't get paid to speak. In fact, I'm speaking at a conference uh, at the end of this year. It's a fairly large conference. I'm getting paid a keynote fee, but I'm also getting doing an affiliate promotion with this particular partner and they will get a cut of people who join my program because there's a there's an alliance there's a, there's a fit there in terms of their audience and and my myself from stage academy program so we'll do like an internal promotion for them inside of their specific community only and they will get a cut so what's cool about that is so I'll give you an example the first time I ever did this like properly I got paid a speaking fee and I spoke to a fairly large audience it was about 4000 people and I sold a product which was $500. It was one of my first digital products I ever built. It was actually a productivity program. And I sold a product there and we did about $120,000, $125,000 in sales. But guys, I spoke for an hour, sorry, not even an hour. It was like 35 minutes. It was a 35-minute keynote. And I made an offer at the end. We did over $100,000. Now, myself and the and the event organizer took a split of that, Right. But what happened was, is that basically, you know, like in terms of the split, I ended up with, you know, I ended up with about $70,000 in my hand for a 30 minute keynote. So what I'm saying here is that if you don't want to get paid to speak, that's not a problem, right? Because if you learn how to speak in a way that sells, which is what I teach in Sell from Stage Academy, if you learn to speak in a way that sells, you can generate a lot more money speaking to sell than what you can speaking for a fee. But speaking for a fee is still a fantastic offer to have in your services. And so knowing how to speak for a fee is I think just an important skill set of understanding the value that you bring to a presentation, right? And so whether you go down the, the the route of being paid to speak as being the main service offering or product offering that you have is your choice. But what I'm saying is, is just having that available, having the internal capacity to ask for a fee is I think really important in your development as a speaker and your sense of value that you put on your put on yourself. So let me share with you three quick ideas around how to get paid to speak as opposed to just speaking for free, okay? Now, I will say that uh, for me, I, I realized that a classic keynote where you get paid to speak is part of the speaking business model. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the best, most effective or scalable model, but I think it should be part of your repertoire because for me, I'll get paid to speak a few times, but for us, I've chosen to speak to sell because I find that more enjoyable. It's actually better. It's a better business model, but you still, like I said, you still need to have it in your repertoire. That's why there's three types of speeches that you need to have. And this is what we teach in Sell from Stage Academy. 
is there's three types of speeches, and I'll get you to write these down because this will be really valuable for you to even just be aware of, is there is what we call a sharp sell. Sharp sell is where you speak and you make a direct offer at the end. That's a sharp sell. The second type of speech is a soft sell. A soft sell is where you speak and you do a content upgrade. So a lot of the time, professional speakers who join my programs, they use soft sells to build their database and then sell on the back end and they have a lot of success with selling on the back end and you can build a really, really successful business doing that. That's the soft sell. And then the final type is what we call the no sell. And the no sell is where it's your classic keynote. There's no upsell, there's no direct offer. But if you learn to speak in a way that sells, you got to end up getting clients anyway. And so that's a whole that's a whole different beast that that you know that that I address but that's really creating irresistible content. And so understanding that that those the three types of speeches which is the sharp sell, soft sell, no sell. Today we're talking about the no sell. That's the classic keynote, right? Or you could it could it could venture into the soft sell as well. But let me give you three three ideas. The first one is this is you need to narrow your message. You're going to be a lot more valuable to a bureau if you go and go through a bureau to a organization, to a conference, you're going to be able to charge more if you have a narrower focus. So whenever I speak to someone, if, if they speak on a lot of topics, they tend to charge between two to $7,000. It's going to be below $10,000. If they speak on one topic, one topic only, or they have a really unique take on a specific area, then you're going to be $10,000 above. And so to be an expert, you really have to hone down on one focus. In fact, you only need one presentation. You only need one presentation, which comes into my second point, which is you need to nail that one presentation. And my belief, my core belief is that one presentation can change the trajectory of your business. In fact, one webinar, one dialed in webinar, one dialed in keynote can literally create an entire business. And the reason why I say this is because I've seen this happen over and over and over again with my students and just watch people. Watch the biggest keynoters in the world. They usually have one keynote. Now, do they change the keynote up eventually? Yes. But a lot of the time, they'll have one keynote that they just deliver over and over again for like a year. So they'll do one keynote for the whole year. It might be based on one book. And then they might write a new book or they might change their topic, but then they'll focus in on that one topic. And then they, they, yes, they might have two keynotes then, but they usually don't have five. Like they don't have five or six or seven different topics that they speak on. They usually have one max two, right? And the second one is like an off spin of the first topic a lot of the time. And so the more focused you get, the more narrow you get in your message, which is the first idea, the more value you're going to be. In other words, if you talk about something like mental toughness, you're going to be more valuable if you talk about mental toughness for sales professionals. You'll be more valuable if you niche down. If you talk about persuasion, you're going to be more valuable if you talk about persuasion for CEOs or persuasion for uh, directors only. You're going to be more valuable if you don't just talk about leadership, but if you talk about leadership in hard times or leadership in crisis, you'll be more valuable if you narrow down on your focus-specific topic. Does that make sense? So narrow your message. The second thing is nail your presentation. You really need to nail that one presentation. And that's my obsession. That's why I run Self From Stage Academy because it's like you've got to upgrade how you speak. 
You've got to take it to the next level. You've got to be inspiring. You've got to be good. You, you have to nail that presentation where people walk away and they want to refer you. They want to refer you to other people, other conferences. Like there's no better, there's no better referral tool than a killer talk. And it's not just any talk. It's not just an entertaining talk. It's a talk that sells the next thing. And in fact, one of my good buddies, he's a keynote speaker and uh, he used to have a speech and he, 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 one of his kind of unique angles is he does magic, right? Which I wish I could do. My wife always says she doesn't want me to do it, but I wish I could do it. Uh, <laughs> so I want to be a magician. That's a whole nother conversation. But he does magic in his, in his presentations, right? And he, like, he earns a really good keynote fee, but it wasn't until he started selling, making his offer. So he actually turned his main keynote into an upsell keynote which sells into his workshops that's when his business like just went to a whole nother level and because because he was now not just speaking to entertain he was speaking to sell which is what it's all about right uh in self from sage academy that's why i'm obsessed about it because it just explodes people's businesses when they learn to speak to sell and so what happened was is he nails he nails this one presentation then he moves it into a speaking to offer like you actually make an offer so rather than getting just a standing ovation you make an offer and then you get enrollments with people right and so you know that one presentation and you're going to crush it now guys if you haven't listened to the episode where i spoke about the six levels of persuasive speaking make sure to go and check that out it's episode 30 in the podcast uh, it's called the six levels of persuasive speaking. You'll love that. And that's where I take you through the journey of becoming a powerful speaker. But the second piece is you got to know that one presentation, right? One presentation, in fact, one webinar can literally change the trajectory of your life. I've seen it happen over and over again. It's happened for me. It's happened for many of my clients. And the third one is that is just what we talked about before. You've got to ask for this, ask for the fee. You've got to actually ask them and say, hey, you know, this is my fee. This is what I charge. And when you do that, it's going to make a huge difference in terms of you actually getting paid. So let's go over what we've talked about today. We've talked about, you need to decide what sort of path you want to take. Do you want to take a private path or a public path? The public path is where you speak to the general public. The private path is where you speak to corporations. And right now it's going to be virtual presentations, which is still fine. You still can get paid for that. But really when it comes down to it, you got to decide which path you want to take. For me, I chose the public path. I was in the private path. And one of the things I think that I kind of, I know I'm kind of blowing my horn here, but I think it's unique of what I bring to this marketplace is I've had 10 years experience in the private sector of speaking to corporations. I know what it is to scale a, a digital course in a corporation. I know what it is to speak in corporations and demand a you know pretty significant fee in corporations. But I also know what it's like to build a public offering and serve a large public audience, which is what we've been doing over the last probably three and a half to four years now. And so that experience is unique. Not many people have got that experience. There are some people out there who do, but not many people have that. But I, I usually recommend you focus on one area. You either go public or private, right? The second thing is you need to narrow your message. Narrow your focus and your message. You'll be able to command more of a fee. The third thing is you need to nail that one presentation. Like get really good at it and nail your craft. Get good at speaking. It's the no sell or the soft sell process. And then finally, you need to ask for the fee. When it comes down to the crunch, you need to say, well, this is what my fee is. It's 5,000, it's 10,000, it's 15,000, whatever it is, you've got to ask for the fee and then you've got to let them decide, right? Now, if they don't take the fee, obviously you can negotiate if you want to be flexible with it or you can negotiate, hey, can I do an offer? Can I do an upsell? Can I do a content upgrade? All that sort of stuff that you can do in your speaking. And so 
there's a few things that are a few actions that I want you to take. Hey, if you've found this valuable, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of this content that we release every single week coming at you. Yo. The second thing is I'd love you to leave a review. If you haven't left a review of the podcast and you're still listening, yo, leave me a review, please. I'd really love to hear. And and this is what all you need to do is you need to just answer this question. What's been most valuable? What's been most valuable from today's conversation? Take 20 seconds, leave a review. I'll be super grateful for that. And then finally, share it on Instagram. Put it in your stories. Take a snapshot of this. Let me know that you've been listening. I'd love to hear what's been most valuable, even just the fact that you've been listening to it because I just love connecting with you on Instagram. Share it in your stories. I'll be really grateful. So, hey, I hope this has been helpful. The topic of how to get paid $10,000 as a speaker or really just get paid. How do you get paid as a speaker? I trust this has been really helpful. Get out there, go crush it, bless you all and look forward to bringing you another episode of The Expert Edge, growing your expert business and helping you to create the life that you've always dreamed of. We'll see you next week. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.